Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Can't Win. This is Tom here, and I'm joined by Donald, as usual. And today we have a very special returning guest. Our very first guest on the show is back. It's Andy, and we're just going to be checking in on him. It's been a year or maybe even more than a year since we last talked to him. And uh, I mean, we've we've talked to him offline, but on the show, it's been quite a while. So we just wanted to have him back on to update us on you know where he is, how his life is doing, what's been going on. Uh, last time we talked, it wasn't even COVID season. All that was in the future. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how his life has changed since then. So how you doing, Andy? Hey, that was good to be back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of COVID season, like it's interesting to me, like my life has not been affected by COVID at all. Yeah. The same so, with all of us too. <laughs> yeah. Because, because there's no lockdown. Like, oh yeah. Okay. So Sweden, oh, right. Sweden has just been like, and especially up in the North, like nobody wears masks, nothing. It's just yeah. like, uh, but I'm waiting on like, I mean, it's 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 gonna be bad probably. <laughs> Hasn't it been yeah. pretty That's, bad? Uh, yeah. Like as far as cases go, yeah. But I'm not sure. Like we had a few sick people in my county, uh, like recently, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure that's just gonna that's gonna go up and up. Yeah. Have the big cities been pretty bad or? Um, they're better about wearing masks and the social distancing stuff. Like my brother's been visiting from uh, Gothenburg and he was like, he just like could not believe. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. The way yeah. people are acting up here. Like they yeah. just stand next to you. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, wild. It, it's weird yeah. when, even like if I watch like a TV show or something and people, you know, it's like not made during covid times or whatever and people are like not wearing masks they're just getting real close to each other like all that kind of stuff it just i have this instant like kind of like e kind of feeling about it it's it's very strange how that's changed <laughs> yeah now the way uh the first place i saw more than one person wear a mask was uh when we picked up my brother from the airport like everybody in the airport had and everybody that was uh, like uh, deboarding or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they were wearing masks, like including my brother. And apparently, I wasn't even supposed to be in there not wearing a mask, but you know, we, we <laughs> got it handled. Uh, so that's been yeah. been something like I just like kind of forget about Corona because my life is just. Like, I don't leave the house that much. Yeah. And I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, for sure it's bad, but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thousand year quarantine that Tom not, talks about. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah if but, I can just get my classes done and everything, start working a little bit. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Now's a good time to be doing that, I guess, you know? In oh, a sense, yeah. I mean, you're not getting much of an education, but nobody is. So, exactly. Well, I signed up for. Uh, actually, I've signed up for classes that start in November. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start. I'm. Uh, I'm doing that then. I'm. I'm finishing uh, the required parts that can of like high school classes or courses mm-hmm. that'll uh, let me get like at least you know manual labor, maybe industrial, you know. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, 
And I'm uh, planning is to go that, to trade yeah. school. Oh, that's cool. Are, are, is a is it online the kind of stuff that you have to do, like the courses or is it like do you have to I mean for the this uh, part like do you have to go yeah. somewhere or, yeah no I, I yeah I just signed up for them uh, on the they have a an online pro- program so okay yeah so that's cool go. yeah what kind of uh, trades were you looking at like as a sort of target for I've been um, kind of really thinking about electrician because oh yeah because welding uh also like for some background like my mom is a welder and electrician Mm -hmm. uh uh so but she works as uh like head of production i think at the plant she works at yeah uh so she doesn't really need it now but like you know some uh i guess i can always like Cause I asked her about like, so like how bad is welding? Cause I'm like a little skittish about heat. I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, Oh yeah. You get burned all the time. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. I'm not so into that. It's like yeah. electrician though. I like electrician because, um, it's technical work, but you work with your hands mm, at yeah. the same time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's good pay. It's, you know, even if you're working, say, like you work at, uh, well, the main employer is like this company that makes parts for big rigs, you know, like 18 mm-hmm. wheelers. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you have additional, like, education, let's say, like an electrician, you get added pay for having, like, a specialization. So, so you might even not be doing like working as an electrician but you're still getting paid more because you have the certificate so that's cool yeah uh and that'll it'll allow me to like uh you know uh, i've been thinking you know i'm, I'm looking at like uh, overseas uh in the next like year or so and it helps to have like you know, already have trade school done and everything like sure, that. Sure, sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's probably easier to do that in Sweden than it would be like going to another place and trying to do oh, it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like you have the, you know, yeah, you, you can, you can show some uh, certificates from back home and you mm-hmm. know, we'll see how it goes, but I'm feeling optimistic about it. That's cool. Do you do you like your small kind of area and stuff, or would you like really prefer to just get out or something? Like, is it is uh, it like just so used to it, or is it like you enjoy it a lot? Or it's a bit know. of both. Uh, yeah, because I have is is this weird thing where like I have so many like memories attached to like places in this town. Like, yeah, and most of them are bad. <laughs> so it's like, sure. So, uh, but I do, I mean, I do like it up here. Um, Mm -hmm. I think partially just because I never really left that much. Yeah. So you're just used to it, but I do like being able to just get into like extremely rural territory quickly. Yeah. You know, you you can escape the city very quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I mean, there's places like that all over place and uh sure i actually had a, a, a thing recently where uh someone from my past who was uh was bad news 
mm-hmm. just contacted me again and is trying to like hit me up to try to you know some kind of business venture and i'm like nah, nah. <laughs> yeah 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 um what were you thinking for overseas kind of stuff like what was the, the kind of thought there like what uh i'm still i'm still thinking uh going to america oh yeah uh is that is that hard for like visas and stuff or i don't know how that works for like sweden if canada is kind of a special situation because we're you know where there's like a there's like a million canadians in the united states and a million americans in canada or something like that you know what i mean like it's like there's a big yeah. old, like lap you know overlap but i don't know how that works for like visas and stuff i don't know uh, i guess maybe yeah as far as i know it's like uh well the way i will probably be doing it you know uh things work out the way they uh you know i'm planning them to then i might be on like uh i forget the name of it but it's basically a visa that lets you lets you work you know for the time being and i mean I mean, at first, I'm probably just gonna do, you know, a visit. Yeah, cool. See how see how I feel, and then uh, from there, yeah. Okay. But that's a little ways out. Sure. You know? Well, yeah, it'd be good if we can all get together one day. So that'd be nice. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you come the- over to the, the UP with all the other Finns and stuff. Oh yeah, that'd be a good time. It'd be like you never left home. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to Epsilante. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, aside from that, yeah. Uh I've been sober like six months. Hell yeah. Which is yeah. It's yeah. good news. Yeah. If I if, if I was in like NA I would have hella day chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. But uh <laughs> but no, I, I, I haven't done it through any program or anything. It's just kinda I was like, I need to stop doing this because I'm gonna die. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, I had a lot of help. Oh yeah, the person who was my uh, girlfriend at the time really like, yeah, really helped me out, uh, especially at the start, knowing it was toughest uh, to just keep like my motivation up to keep going because it, it was like a, I want to say like it was a good like month. Of just feeling real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it's—I mean—it's really worth it. Like you get a—I don't know. There, there's like to have just to just have your head be clear most of the time is just different. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, by the end, I was realizing I was like. I'm actually in withdrawal, like probably like seventy percent of the time. Yeah. So so it's like no good anyway. So it's like, how about I just, you know, I just extend this withdrawal and just ride it out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's ended up working for me. And yeah. You feel like it's gets easier the longer you stick with it. Oh yeah. Definitely. Uh, I mean, the main part isn't even. I mean, the chemical part of it is is rough because I was on like a lot of benzos and stuff. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, I was doing crazy things like 
taking like 200 pills in a day of certain things and like, you know, like blowing like blowing like $300 in a day, you know, just yeah, just to not even really feel high. <laughs> sure. Just, mm, that helps some, you know, just uh, knowing that I hit rock bottom. Yeah. I mean, I think I the the, the 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 time I knew I hit rock bottom was basically just like, all right, you just got through, you know, you just went through like two hundred fifty pills in like a a, a day or two, and the, it, it's gonna be like twenty days until you have any more money or anything. So, like by the time you can use again. Uh, the worst part is already going to be over if I stick with this. So sure, that was, yeah. that was also that was also like kind of good timing, you know. Yeah. yeah. What like what was the sort of like physical things you're going through like during withdrawal? Was it like or once you sort of got you know have you noticed uh, just like physically improvements and in, in stuff in terms of like not feeling pain or something as much or is it you know just uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the 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 first parts of withdrawal uh, from from benzos especially is like like your whole face, like your your whole body just hurts. Like, yeah. Like because your muscles start involuntarily contracting and uh, like you know it's just cold sweats. Every night I slept probably like three hours a night or something. I was, yeah. Uh, laying in front of the TV a lot, like just, <laughs> just trying to, trying to stay sane, you know. Yeah. That those symptoms kind of subside pretty quickly. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I would say two to three weeks. I wasn't really feeling uh, the physical part of it anymore, but it was like I'm not gonna lie. It's it's pretty horrendous. Like. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and the mental part of it is it's like worse, really. Like you yeah, just feel like you're on the edge of just snapping, like sure the whole time. Yeah. Um, but you know, once you get through the, the, the very difficult part, it's just nah. I, I feel I feel good. Like I feel yeah. Mentally and physically, just feel better. It's like you know, like. I feel just emotions more strongly again. That's good, yeah. Because it really dulls yeah. your emotions. Sure. Uh, and just being able to feel like, oh, I actually feel like, I actually like kind of feel good right now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this is wild. To just, and I'm like, I'm allowing myself to feel good as well. Yeah, you know? that's that. Yeah, that's important. It's It's hard because it's like, it doesn't, it's not something that like, you know, allowing yourself to feel good and stuff is, is something that it, you hear a lot when you're not doing well, but it doesn't sink in, I think. And then after, once you start to feel a bit better, you're like, oh, yeah, that is important. That is like re a real thing. I don't know. Yeah. So exactly. Because yeah. uh, like a lot of things in my life uh, that I've gone through that are like some, I mean, I I've quit other things before. Mm hmm. Uh, like I was, uh, I was drinking a lot when I was younger and quit that, but that wasn't really the same, uh, 
prediction wise because I didn't really get any withdrawals or anything. Okay. Yeah. You gotta drink. You gotta drink a real long time to get withdrawals from it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you quit blowing guys at the truck stop too. That was a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the toughest one of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giving up my life is a lot lizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, no, it's, it's just, uh, it's just good. And uh, I like, I got more back into like. The thing that has helped me a lot, like, aside from, uh, you know, my then-girlfriend was uh, uh, turning back to faith more, you know, I got mm-hmm. more into, like, more back into Islam, like, you know, getting my place cleaned up so, like, I can actually, like, I can, like, I can actually pray here and, and stuff. It's, uh, mm-hmm. cause it, it, it was, my living situation was not good yeah <laughs> like uh i basically let the house just fall apart for close to two years it was yeah uh, it was like oh a year and a half give or take like i didn't clean i didn't do much laundry you know it, it was just yeah a, yeah a horrible situation so yeah. um but no it, it's, it's been good like because you realize, like, I don't know if it's, it's a little cliche, I guess, but, you know, you realize what's important in life when, you, when you're when you not, your head's not all muddled, you know? Sure. Yeah. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, these are the things that I actually care about, you know? Yeah. And even just that basic stuff, like cleaning and stuff, it, it's funny that uh, um, it, it, at the time it just seems impossible or, like, not even a consideration, but then once you get a little bit of a handle on it, it, it really does help your... Like it's all connected. It really does like uh, help your mental state. I think to just get some of that basic stuff under control. Because you know, I don't know. You know, I remember. Yeah, sure. I remember when I I wasn't doing as well. Like uh, I I just wouldn't change my clothes sometimes for you know a long time, and and uh, and it was just like hard to you know it's hard to do that and then go out and like talk to people and try to relate to them and in you know. Like just you, 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 it's, it's like a strategy for isolation itself kind of thing in some ways. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah. No, I definitely had that too. Cause I had the sort of, uh, even before drugs or anything, I would go through, you know, periods of depression and stuff where sure. maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't bathe for like two weeks and just wear the same clothes and, yeah. and you, and then you don't feel good about yourself. So you don't like sure. interact with people and yeah, yeah. it is all connected that way. Like, yeah. And you start, I started like being more like, you know, I want to take a little bit more pride in my appearance. I want to yeah. you know, at least, at least have a clean, you know, clean enough house. Like I'm not, sure. I'm not going crazy with it, but you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a little bit lazy, but yeah, but, um, yeah, Has my it- mom actually helped me out with. Uh, with cleaning just because sure. it's so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's good to have moms help with the, the initial deep clean and stuff, I think, yeah, so. Absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah. Have you, has it been helping with eating at all or anything like that or any sort of, uh, you know, a bit or? Yeah, it's it, st- it started actually, that's interesting. That was actually, I got, in, I got back into uh, like regular therapy. Mm-hmm. With um, with a therapist, it, it took uh, 
a decently long time. Uh, but um, I'm finally, like, you know, seeing a therapist on a regular basis. And it has helped, like, there was just this one day when I was there. She was like, because I was still not doing great, even though I had been off the drugs for, uh, for a while and stuff. It was like, I wasn't doing too great with, um, like, yeah, I have, like, a, a trouble eating and, uh, mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, but she was like, well, I'm going to, like, have to commit you unless you just, like, eat something right now in front of me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, what you got? And she was like, actually, uh, I packed, uh, like, I packed a lunch yesterday that was, uh, like, soup. Mm-hmm. And and I... And I uh, packed it like today as well. But then I got invited to uh, to lunch with a friend, so like I actually have some spare. I was like, all right. And she just brought out soup for me, and I just started eating. I was like, I don't know. It's kind of this. It's strange how things kind of change. Like things go on for a long time. Yeah. Like, uh, especially with, like, intrusive, compulsive thoughts, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But you get to a point where you're just like, nah, I just choose to, I want to choose to, like, live. Like, I don't want to, because th- th- it becomes a real, you know, threat. Like, you, you can yeah, sure. die yeah. from, like, malnutrition and stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, ever since then, yeah, it's, it's been better. I'm, I'm getting more calories in me. I'm... I'm I'm having at least like having soup and stuff like that. Yeah. Like working my way up. Sure. Yeah. I I found in the last little while for myself, at least like uh, stuff like just having snacks that are like around me kind of thing uh, for at certain points in the day and stuff is just easier to do that than sometimes to cook and and, uh, yeah. Or like just figuring out the simplest things to cook and stuff just that it's like, you know, I can get through it and kind of just do it and then. And then once I do, I find like I get like, you know, an accomplishment or something out of it too. I feel like, you know, because oh, oh, it helps. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And, and it feels, it changes, uh, like it's changed my mood too. Cause it's like, you go around being like super hungry just all sure. the time. It affects your mood. Like your blood sugar is all out of whack. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that's something I've noticed and like, sure. Oh, I'm not, I'm not like super irritated all the time. Yeah. 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 It helps. <laughs> How is like, you just stuff like, do you get headaches a lot still or anything like that? Or, you know, like any sort of just basic pain and stuff, or is it, you feel a bit uh, better? I got, uh, I have, I have some, like, I have some weird kind of physical problems where, I, I think I did like because I had a period um, about two years ago now where uh, my legs didn't work. Yeah, and and during that time I I I, I uh, hurt my left leg a little bit I think because uh, it's been starting to like periodically it'll just like start flaring up with pain. Yeah, and uh, you know. But I have less of the uh, less of sort of like tension headaches, that, that type of stuff. That's know? good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I need glasses. That's that's also one of the things of like just taking care of myself. Like I haven't worn glasses in like three years. Yeah, and I need them. So. Sure. Are are those like are they covered by the healthcare system there or anything like that? Like, can you get them pretty cheap or is it? Uh, like a- I think I'm just no, not really. I think they helped out once with that, but they it's like some of those programs are like, all right, we help you once. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. and um, but one good thing has been actually uh, my teeth have mm-hmm. had kind of deteriorated deteriorated during the time I was using, and yeah. so uh, and uh, my disability covers like dental. So yeah, I, I actually went to the dentist. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Oh, that's Friday. good. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had, uh, I had, I lost a filling, like I lost a whole tooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, no, they they fixed me up. That's good. I, yeah, I, I'm still gonna do like a few more sessions. Sure. But, you know, it's on the government's dime. I don't mind. Yeah, I had a similar thing, and uh, the the same thing, like the disability here covered probably a few thousand dollars worth of just basic kind of fixing up and stuff, and. I wouldn't yeah. have got it, you know, so that's just a, it's a bonus to do that. And it also, I mean, again, it's one of those things where it feels good because it feels like you're like, okay, well, I had a rough patch and now I'm trying to fix the, some of the damage of it in very specific ways with the help of the government and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, oh, definitely. And and that's also been part of it, like with the, like, returning to religion stuff. It's like, <laughs> I'm trying to fix sort of like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of did. I think, you know, you do, you do damage to your your yourself, yeah, image yourself, everything, and then you kind of it's, it's nice to sort of be like, all right, I wanna. So I'm I'm actually um, I'm retaking uh, my shahada, which is you know the the proclamation of faith, which mm-hmm. you know, when you convert to Islam, um, yeah, I felt that it was uh, like appropriate. Well, both because I was a little nervous about my first one not counting, but hey, but 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 also just because it is it's like it really feels like a new beginning. And, mm-hmm, sure, uh, it, it'd be nice. Like I thought for a while, but like maybe I'll even change my name. But I probably won't go that far. I'm just yeah, know. yeah. Some people like to do that, and I totally understand that, especially when it's like a. Like you're saying, like a new beginning sort of a situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's one of those choices. Do it or you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm th- no, I'm thinking I'm just going to stick with mine. But but it'll be, it'll feel good because during the whole time I was using it, everything, obviously I was feeling a lot of like, I was feeling a lot like, you know, I, I'm, I can't, I can't show myself before God like this. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that that helps a lot to be like to feel like and and that's also kind of part of the whole thing about like letting yourself feel good is like no I'm gonna let myself be forgiven like sure you know yeah. what I mean yeah because that uh, you know that they say that that's from shaitan the idea that uh, you, oh like it, and some people have even gone as far to say that it's a form of kufr it's a form of like disbelief to believe that your sins are so great that you can't be forgiven because exactly that means you're like doubting god's ability or or uh his 
desire to forgive you. And he is oh, yeah. so insistent that he is the most forgiving and he will forgive anything except Kofur and all this kind of stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely something that a lot of people have struggled with, you know, throughout the centuries in many different situations. Oh yeah. And, uh, along those lines too, I was, I, I was reminding myself of, uh, of sort of like the sin of despairing. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I had some, uh, <laughs> I had a lot of stuff happen in September. Oh, this last month I was really, uh, sent me down a, probably the worst I've ever felt in my life, to be honest. Like, well, so like, long, uh, long story short, my, uh, my dad passed away uh, very suddenly. Mm-hmm. And a um, few days before that, so, uh, oh yeah, to give some backstory, Sweden takes forever to bury people. Mm-hmm. So uh, the funeral was... Uh, to the day, I think almost a month after he actually passed away. So that was like, uh, it was rough. Yeah. To just kind of be waiting around and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, apart from, you know, like obviously the, the, the main part. Was sure. There. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, um, then, um, let's see, it was like five days before the funeral, uh, <laughs> me and uh, my girlfriend uh, broke up I yeah. had, uh, and it was uh, so I was like you know dealing with two things at once and it was like I really felt like like how am I going to get through this without using like and it came back to the drug thing mm-hmm. and I actually I, I, I bought drugs I held them in my hand and, but at the end of it, I was like, I was like, no, I threw them away. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe I'm even saying it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have it in my hand and I threw it away because I was like, no, because that'll just be the same thing again, you know? Sure. And, uh, yeah, I reminded myself of sort of like the thing about not despairing. It's like, because, you know, uh, I was talking to my imam and he said, um, never get anything more than you can handle. Yeah. Uh, which in my mind means, you know, you know, God thinks I'm really strong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, and I mean, uh, and I, I mean, I went through it the way I wanted to. I, uh, I uh, went through the funeral procession. I said, uh, I said a dua over my my father's casket, and mm-hmm. uh, as much as I had memorized, I, I only had. I really, f- I found the one I wanted to uh, recite, and I had about three days to learn to recite this in Arabic uh, <laughs> and uh, with limited time as well uh, during the whole procession, you know? Sure. So, uh, so I, I, I said it as well as I remembered it, but you know, with intent, you know, from sure. the heart. So I, I feel yeah. like that counts. Oh, for yeah. sure. Well, you know, there's a Hadith that says that the, uh, the one who recites 
like perfectly and beautifully gets one reward and the one who struggles and stumbles through it gets twice the reward. So (laughs) you actually doubled up there. Yeah. I'm coming out on top. Yeah. (laughs) No, so that was, uh, that was tough. And I was, uh, uh, maybe people who follow me on Twitter, saw me kind of, uh, going through some stuff there. Uh, I know I did. Yeah. There was a couple days or something where I was like, oof. Yeah, yeah. I even had, like, uh, my real-life friend, like, you know, contact me, and uh, I actually contacted my mom and was like, I don't know what to do, like, I, you know, I don't know what to do about, you know, because, like, I don't know what you say or anything, but he was, yeah. like, he was, like, really concerned. He was, like, make sure you talk to Andy and, like, you know, that he's gonna be okay tonight because i can't sleep until i find i know he's okay you know sure and i and and then realizing that that i was kind of like not only was i affecting myself but i was affecting like other people i was like all right i need to get this under control sure remind myself you know don't despair just you know keep going yeah and and, you know think think things do get better you know yeah, I, I'm about. What am I about? Uh, a little more than a week out, and uh, not nah, yeah, things things are better right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good to hear, man. Yeah, right, thanks. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a real tumultuous time. Uh, it was like on top of everything, you know. Like it was just really a lot of stuff, and yeah. I'm very surprised to be sitting here still uh sober still just kind of trying to do it you know <laughs> yeah yeah so i was wondering you know besides the the despair thing that you've talked about is there anything else like uh, around religion that really like resonated with you you know dealing with all this sort of stuff i know like i haven't you know been through any of the kind of like addiction on the level that you've dealt with stuff but um, you know, I used to smoke a ton of weed really habitually and I, I quit that. And one thing that I really appreciate not doing that anymore is just like a level of independence from it. Like you kind of grow dependent on these habits and stuff and it doesn't even have to be drugs. It could be anything. And I, you know, there's still some things that I'm, I'm a very like habitual kind of person in the first place. So like when I just, I, I kind of like have this like obsessive thing, you know, like even yeah. like computer games or whatever, you know, I just like find something. I just do that all day long for like weeks. And, mm-hmm. but like with, with something like drugs, the way that it affects your, just like your internal state, your ability to think about things and connect with like the outside world, you know, it really makes you very like self-absorbed and kind of like, narrow in your scope you know you're really focused on like that thing you know so oh yeah i don't know i was just wondering if uh if that you know if you had the same experience i I imagine that if if you do it's a lot more profound than what i'm talking about for me yeah yeah there was definitely like a part of me that was well there's 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 a few things like i mean just fully there's the independence thing for sure of being like you know like i don't i don't i don't want this i don't want to be dependent on this in my life because it was the only thing i thought about for so long like just when am i gonna get get it next when do i you know all that stuff Mm -hmm. budgeting around it and everything 
oh yeah yeah like uh who can i hit up for money who can i like you know it becomes like this whole crazy thing yeah like with religion it 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 has definitely helped me in the way of like in like sort of like getting back and reaffirming my beliefs in islam and it's like one thing is like whatever you know doesn't please god doesn't please me Mm -hmm. is one thing I don't know. It's just it's just pretty simple. Like, don't ruin yourself because it's not only. I don't know. Just just on a basic level, just feeling. Uh, just feeling the love. Like, I don't know, it, 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 it a little bit corny, but like, feeling the love, and feeling truly like. I don't know. Just the feeling of being like, okay, I am forgiven, even though all of this. Even you know, I'm just I'm good. Yeah, I can I, I can actually feel good about myself. Like I don't need any more reason to be special other than the fact that that you know I was created by God and God loves me. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, just allowing myself that has, has helped. It's really easy to forget that kind of thing. You know, I I always think of this one hadith uh, where someone was asking the prophet about people going to hell and, and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. he he said, you know, I think there's like a story or something he was referring to, but it's like think of the the mother who who uh, rescues her baby from a, a fire, you know, and, yeah. and how much like love the the mother has for that baby. Uh, God has more love for you than, than the mother has for that child, you know. So it's just one of those things like you really have to understand like – how much he cared about you that he actually created you. He could have created so many different versions or, or whatever. He didn't, he didn't have to do that, but he did create you. And that, that like means something, you know, it's not, it's not just some like random sort of, you know, just a factory pumping out people. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. It's just like, I got, I have a, you know, I have a purpose, you know, it's all that. Yeah. Right. And even if it's just to be like a decent dude, you know? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be anything big. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm 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 just, I think I'm meant for a pretty like humble existence and uh, I'm cool. It's it's like I'm getting into like being, uh, I guess, more of an adult in a way because I have. I've like sort of like with uh, before this, like with like sort of mental illness and um, all kinds of problems that I've dealt with. It's one thing that has been is I've uh, been kind of like, what do they call that? Isn't that like arrested development? Like that's the thing, you know? When you're kinda like gets, stuck in like a teenager kind of mindset? Yeah. Because. One thing is that it's kind of conducive to that when the way that uh, disability has worked out hasn't really been the way it was advertised to me. I mean, they say like, hey, man, we're going to get you out. We're going to get you, you know, in these programs and all types of stuff. But really what it's been is one meeting every year where they reassess my problems and I just continue collecting checks. Yeah. And and that was kind of... I don't know. I feel like uh, just a basic need for uh, independence 
realizing also, you know, you know, I'm turning 29 this year. I'll be 30 next year, which will be the last year that I can get, um, that I can get be on the assistance that I'm on. But, but yeah, like I'm trying to be like, no, I don't even want to be on it. You know, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't even want to qualify next time. Sure. No, it, it's just, uh, I'm, I feel like I've grown a lot in a pretty short time, just in all kinds of ways, really. Like, like a main, a, a, a big factor of this was really like my father passing is kind of woke me up and was like, yeah, I don't want to go out like that. Like, I don't want to just, sure. you know, he's 54. So it's like, I, I don't want to sit around and kind of like have my life be miserable and then just die one day. Like, it's like, no, I want to live a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's been the thing with like motivating me to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to, I'm gonna get a job. I'm gonna do all these things. Like I wanna, I wanna be. A, I wanna. I wanna not just. I feel like for most of my life I've just been observing sort of life, and I want to be more. Like I want to be part of it. Like I want to be. Yeah. I want to. I want to be part of society and all that stuff. You know. Hmm. Feel like feel like I'm I'm actually uh, I'm actually doing something. You <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a lot of stuff like that. I mean, that's all really uh, good, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's, it feels like even weird to be saying it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, like, man, like, I'm actually excited to be, like, doing my schoolwork and all that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hmm. that's, that's, that's great. And, and, like, I'm I've been dedicating myself to sort of, like, like in my personal life just be, becoming a kinder person becoming a, like controlling my impulses more like mm-hmm. um because you know I've, I've had on and off sort of like uh well, not really on and off I've, I've straight up had like um problems that cause a lot of difficulties with uh, interpersonal relationships and just working on myself, you know, realizing that I can actually be like a better person to be around. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And that stuff comes back around to you, you know, like you, you do good to people around you and you just like kind of work on yourself and then you kind of see the benefit of that. It's not just, I mean, the main thing is that you just become sort of like a better version and, mm-hmm. and that just feels good and, and you just you know as a person you just feel good about yourself and everything but it also like opens doors for you and it's i don't know there's like it's just positive on positive on positive you know there's like no downside to it exactly that's that's really how i feel like i think i was in in denial about about some of the stuff like but but uh yeah Uh, i mean man (laughs) there's a lot uh but uh yeah like mainly uh it's the thing of like just working on uh not dealing with this kind of like explosive rage i've had like that's really yeah that's that's been really bad i I had like a real crazy moment um close to the funeral where i uh 
some some like nineteen year old kid on my block was like eyeballing me, and I my mom had like come by because I talked to her on the phone, and I was sounding crazy. I was I had like an episode, you know. I had, yeah. Because uh, I have like BPD and like PTSD, all this type of stuff. So I just yeah. have, like I had like a real bad episode, and uh, I ended up. I was sitting in my mom's car talking to her. You know, she's kind of like trying to talk me down from being like really worked up and like basically, you know, I was like, I was going to hurt myself and stuff like that. And this kid was staring at me. So I like, I stepped out of the car and I just yelled across the block, like, the fuck you looking at pussy? And yeah. And then realizing, like, I don't know, just kind of realizing where my mind was at. It's like, that's also, like, kind of like a thing. That thing I was talking about, about growing up is like, man, you're like almost 30 years old. You can't be yelling at people to get off your block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got to get them off your lawn, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's time to stop getting people off the block. Start getting them off my lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Uh, ever since that episode in particular, and uh, some other stuff, uh, I've just been like, "All right, how do I make myself not so crazy?" And it's been having positive results so far. Like I. I don't know. I just have more patience with stuff. I don't get like agitated as quickly, and I don't know. Yeah, just uh, just working at it. You know? It's funny how just like committing to th- things like that, all of a sudden, it just becomes so much easier. Like you know, it, it's oh, yeah. it just sort of like deciding to like this is something I want to do. That in itself just makes that's like ninety percent of it. Then it's just like sort of like reminding yourself in those moments, like, wait, hold on, I'm not trying to do that anymore. You know, I'm trying to be a different way. Exactly. Like when I catch myself being like, uh, like you know, like just in a conversation, a text conversation or something, just taking a second and being like, wait a minute, wait a minute, like you don't want to say that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just the fact that I'm taking, like, these extra steps, sort of, and, like, uh, especially, because it is, like, especially when it comes to impulsivity. And what I've noticed is when you actively work on, you know, stuff like, stuff like that, like, explosive rage and stuff, it, it, you just start mellowing out, like, kind of naturally after that. You just because you're not feeding sort of like the the response that that like your brain kind of tells you like oh you got to have this real aggressive response or something the less you do it the less you feel like that way and that's been great too it's mm-hmm. just like because it's no fun like i used to walk around really like just kind of pissed off all the time and i don't i don't really feel that way anymore mm-hmm. yeah uh so that's that's been good uh and you know i'm, I'm, I'm working in, in, in therapy to like i mean that's that's gonna be an ongoing thing but 
it's uh it's working good so far yeah uh, that's good i mean it seems sustainable which is really the important thing exactly you yeah. know like even if it's if it's just little improvements i mean it sounds like you're making pretty big improvements but even if it was just like little little steps if you can keep making those little steps that's gonna add up real quick you know as long as you're not sliding back then mm-hmm. you're good to go you know yeah oh definitely yeah it's definitely been my experience like so far and i, I it's, it feels weird to me but like i've i it's it was like i changed like a whole lot in just maybe a few days i was just like because i um what was it was like after uh the breakup i had also it's like uh especially that i was just like hey, i don't want to be this person anymore like <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah i like i i just need to be better and uh not just for for other people's sake but for my own sake like i you know mm-hmm. i don't want this and yeah it's, it's like yeah uh, uh, basically from uh from a few days after that and well, I did the funeral and stuff. I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm mellowing out. I'm, I'm I, it's been pretty incredible, actually. I've just been like, it's completely changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, I mean, you know, it takes some time to convince people. You know? <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but 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 uh, but man. That's just feeling good. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're glad that, you know, you're able to be here, you know, to share it with us. And we'll just keep checking in and see how things go, you know, too. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it felt, it felt really good to, to come on air and be like, because I, 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 I listened back to my last appearance and uh, going back to that uh, and listening uh, and just the difference in right now um you know it's like night and day and it feels yeah. good to just be like to actually have good news to be like yeah sure no, you know yeah and yeah. especially i feel like for for maybe other people who are in similar situations like no i can get you, you can feel a lot better yeah you deserve to feel better you know sure yeah and you also you you have your own podcast now we got to plug your own podcast oh um, yeah that's right firing have, line uh, two uh, yeah, yeah, firing line two, uh, coming to your to your feed. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, I did not pick the name of this, but uh, <laughs> okay, is it, it can be hard to find because uh, like I didn't pick the name, and and it was like, oh yeah, there's a very popular PBS program <laughs> called. <Firing laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I mean, you know, we're we're getting out there through word of mouth. <laughs> I think yeah. there's a Twitter account for it, so I'll I'll follow it with the uh, the you can't win Twitter account, so people can uh, find it that way. And I think there's a SoundCloud, yes. right? Like if you search the SoundCloud, I think it pops up. Oh uh, yeah, and we have uh, we're on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll link to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 good. It's firing line two pod. Uh, it's at firing line two yeah. and uh, so an agile tablet uh ycw favorite has already done an episode 
and uh, tom and i i think will come on yeah yeah i think that's in the that's in the works so yeah so yes it's like uh it's kind of like when when Joey Diaz does uh, does Rogan, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get into our questions here. We'll start with this one. This should be fun. Uh, what do you guys think of the Pentagon UFO videos? Oh yeah, I saw some of these. These were like recently declassified, like. From from like Air Force people, right? Yeah, Stuff like that. yeah, and it's it's interesting. There's some there's people like who they're not like wacky kind of UFO people who are you know bringing attention to this and kind of interested in it. It's like Marco Rubio, you know, people like that who I have never heard of around any UFO stuff before. Who are like, well, if if this is a, a real thing, we should know about it because it could be a threat to the country you know that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so and, and i think the government made a department they changed the name from ufo to something else and i remember the the thing that really caught my attention about it i forget exactly what the new acronym is but they changed it from object to phenomena oh uh-huh. yeah so i don't know if that has any real significance because we're not really sure what these things are but yeah, it's like, you know, it's real military intelligence picking up on things that they're like, we don't know what this is, and we're looking into it. Yeah, and they can't always say it's a weather balloon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they can, but... I mean, yeah. there's all kinds of explanations. It could be some something they're testing themselves that they know very well what it is, and it's their own technology, but they don't want anyone else to know about that. And th- oh, that yeah. kind of stuff is very compartmentalized. So there's no reason that like a civilian politician would know about things like that. And, and yeah, it, you know, it could be all kinds of different things. It doesn't need to be aliens. I think that's a, you have to really put yeah. forth some strong evidence for me to uh, kind of go that route. But I don't know. It's interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. That was an interesting part, though. Like, like you say, like uh, about them knowing about it was the whole thing uh, where they. There's this guy, I think in the 60s or 70s, he was living by an Air Force uh, base and he like documented all these, you know, UFOs, but they were like, you know, these new stealth fighters and stuff. Mm. But Mm -hmm. the government sent over people to convince him that he was actually seeing like alien ships and stuff like. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was a whole thing. That's funny. Uh, so, like, I don't know. It's, it, but it is, like, interesting seeing all that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out sometime, I think. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. E- either way, it's interesting to look at, like, these. I, I Sometimes I fall into, like, those kind of holes where it's like, oh, you know, this observed above, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, but having it be straight from the government, especially, is like, all right, you know, take a look at this. It, it, this is only sort of slightly related, but it, I mean, it's to me, I kind of think like about, you know, what kind of future technologies and stuff it could be or whatever. But like, why did drone technology kind of pop up in the last few years? Is there some 
advance that happened that I don't know about. Because if I had seen drones when I was a kid, I would have thought they were UFOs. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, or, oh, or something like that. And uh, was there something about like lighter materials or better, I guess maybe the computers inside. That's got to be it, right? So, cause, Probably and like the ability to like Wi-Fi kind of connections. I mean, sure. Wi-Fi isn't the right word here, but I, mean, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, you know, cell phone connections have improved yeah. tr- like dramatically. Because, I mean, when I see drones and stuff still, I'm, I'm like, how can that work? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a weird uh, technology almost like that, that like I would have thought was like back to the future stuff in the past kind of thing. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like it just. Insane just, clown posse. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Magnets, fucking drones. How do they how work? Do they work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but not yet. Yeah, I think it is uh, what improved is the response time, uh, like the the lag time, the like in milliseconds um, for, you know, the actual the computer stuff. Okay. And I I think some advances were made in like lighter materials, but I think it is mainly just like uh, they can they can reduce sort of. Uh, you know they can they can you can you fly with an xbox controller now basically. sure yeah <laughs> oh and, and that's a uh, i've been playing a lot of call of duty in the last year and mm-hmm. uh they always have like uh missions where part of it is you pull out an, an ipad like a um, tablet and just pilot drones into things and oh, yeah. uh or like you know use a predator drone or whatever and it's pretty uh it's pretty amazing. I don't know. It's like it just feels very <laughs> cool. It's like, but uh, I was thinking that, like, uh, yeah, because I, I guess I feel like it has to be something like if if there's something that is able to move in strange directions and all that, you got to think that like it's some. I don't know. It's got to be. I feel like it's it can't be just some giant ship or something. You know what I mean? Or like a big thing. It's got to be something sure. that I don't know. I'm assuming that it's human or something. I guess is the first thing. But like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So you find out they've been here all along. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move along here. Uh, this next one says, "I have never properly slash as a Muslim prayed salat in a masjid. I only became serious about my Islam recently, and the local masjid just reopened with restricted prayer attendance." I live in the forsaken, Rona-ravaged United Snakes of America, in a badly hit county, in a badly hit state. And I'm one, and I'm worried about catching and passing on the virus, and also taking a slot spot away from another older Muslim. Should I stay or should I go? Um, um, I, I know for me, like I have been staying away from Juma throughout the quarantine. Um, the mosque that I usually go to is doing like limited numbers of people, and uh, yeah, like I, I think the concern about taking a salat spot from an older Muslim is. That's basically where I'm at. I'm I'm sort of thinking like there are people who I don't want to say like they deserve it more than I do because that's not really the calculation I'm making. But I, I, yeah, I'm just sort of thinking like other people who really feel like they need to be going. Yeah, I'll leave that for them. Well, I mean, but I, I, you know, it's not. I don't know if it's my place to say, but I would say maybe uh, if you're if that's like a worry, I feel like if you haven't really been participating at all. Um, in in like uh, going yourself, whatever. Uh, it, if you kind of like imagine the conversation that that would be, kind of thing. I th- I think that like 
uh, from what Tom's told me that it would be enthusiastic, please take my spot kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> right. from them kind of thing. You know what I mean? It'd be more like, oh, we would, you know, encourage you in the faith kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. To, to be like, oh, please, please, please come kind of thing or something. But yeah, I don't know. I, I've heard of similar things like people having to do lottery systems for going to church and stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think you just have to kind of gauge your, uh, as long as it's not becoming a, like a rationalization, like, oh, I won't apply. I won't like go because, right. Uh, you know, uh, I've got an excuse now or something kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one thing to keep in mind, I mean, I'm not, giving a fatwa here i'm not like qualified to do anything like that but i i know that historically like when there's been pandemics it, it's been totally like not going for congregational prayer is okay like that's sure, been something sure. that has yeah. happened before and the it's a communal obligation to maintain a congregational prayer it's not an individual thing for everybody necessarily to have to maintain that so that's why it, they're doing this thing where it's just like a small number of people doing it just so it's there and then there's even like i've heard some scholars talk about it where it's even like the whole basis of having juma and like is that a valid thing in the united states is already questionable because it's supposed to be something that is like done by the state and obviously like the the u.s is not like having any kind of sanction on a on Juma or anything like that. So that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's something I only learned because of the whole quarantine stuff. And people were starting to talk about that just to kind of like educate people on like, what are the legal sort of what's the framework around Juma. And, and uh, I, I guess like some legal schools don't allow more than one Juma in like a, a city. Like it, it, oh, there's wow. supposed to be one single, like it, it's like the, everyone goes to that one and um that doesn't mean that you can't do smaller congregational prayers on your own like you know outside of the friday congregational one you can do like you know any of the prayers can be congregational right but they're not like the juma prayer right so um i think what a lot of imams and stuff have been recommending is that if you can do like say with your family or something like that, if you can do a small one like that, then, then that would be a good idea. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, in my case has been, they've, they've just started sort of letting a little bit of limited spots. And I, and I, and I've been feeling the same things a little bit about like, you know, I might, you know, I might take in some other person's spot here if I go or, but, uh, no, I think, I th yeah, there, there, there's both things there. That's like what Don said about, uh, you know, that I'm sure they'd be glad to get up their spot. I feel like that's valid. And I also feel like, yeah, if you, I mean, especially if your county's being hit uh, particularly hard, it might be just, eh, might just be a case of, uh, just, just letting the the thousand year quarantine be <laughs> staying put. Sure. Yeah. God has willed yeah. it. Day is full. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The, the other thing I'd say is that if if like you've got this impulse to sort of you know work with the community in some way, or you know if there's if that's part of it, if you want to like still be 
engaged, not necessarily just with the prayer, but like, you know, like with the, with the, um, you know, faith community in your area or something. One thing is, and, and, uh, you know, there, I'm sure there's other ways to, you know, like help, you know what I mean? I think that, cause I, I, I just, I was just thinking this because I read that like, uh, like, uh, a lot of charities, um, and stuff do collections at churches or, you know, mosques and all that stuff. But like, uh, because they haven't been meeting, um, like just to give an example of something that I read, like there's like an international development one um, at churches here and uh, they weren't able to do their special collection and uh, that will cost them out of their budget $5 million this year. Wow. So it's just like, it's just, they're just, I've been getting emails from different uh, organizations and stuff and the tone is stuff like, we don't know how we're going to survive, but we will kind of thing. Like for a lot of these organizations, giant organizations, a lot of them too. That's not like, you know, they're not like, uh, I mean, $5 million is a lot of money for, for, yeah. you know, like a community organization kind of thing. Um, even though it's nationwide, but it's still like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where, uh, their, their budgets are getting blown out by this right now. And there are like things to kind of help them keep the bills going, you know, for now, a lot of them loans or whatever, but, that's the kind of thing I think, or even just, it doesn't have to be faith-based even, or just stuff like the local food bank or something kind of stuff too. So I think that, you know, like there's, there's ways of, um, finding, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to take a spot in a certain prayer thing to, to sort of feel out that impulse a bit or something. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This year, definitely. I, I mean, Ramadan has already passed, so you probably already paid your zakat and everything. But if you haven't, definitely think about where you are given that money. You know, and, and maybe if you can afford it, like consider doing a little bit extra this year. Yeah, yeah, I would say so too. Like, uh, yeah, that's a uh, that was. Um, Another thing that that they feel great was uh, paying my zakat this year. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I think yeah, if you're having the impulse to kind of like be more part, and then yeah, there, there's more than than one way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let's keep going. Yeah, so here's a funny comment. Muslim Tom has Adam Friedland's appearance and Nick Mullen's mind, and Donald Get Fiscal Hughes has Stav's body and Adam's mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like the Adam's mind thing. Although I thought that was, I don't like the Adam's appearance one. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, although I think that's rude because I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. I'm not like against him or anything, but I just uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see the resemblance myself. Maybe. Maybe they mean, uh, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to be like, well, maybe they think this quality or something, but no, it's not. I don't know. I don't, I don't even think about a man. Hyena's trying to take down a lion. That's all it is. <laughs> Hi, Tom and Donald. Love the show as always. As noble laureates in trolling, you're both intimately familiar with the two basic troll techniques of that thing you like is actually bad and that thing you hate is actually good. What's the relation between these two? 
Are they entirely <laughs> distinct? Do they have some kind of yin-yang complementarity th- deal going on? Or are they just the same friggin' thing? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, to me, I, I guess that's true that that's what it is, but I feel like I always try to do something that's like one step different than that. Like take a situation that people take for granted and then show that it leads to some weird conclusion that would offend them because I'm using language that they don't like applying to that situation. Just kind of like, uh, you know, because a lot of uh, people online and stuff, they just, it's like, you know, you remember when the Democrats and Republicans would, uh, that Frank Luntz guy or whatever, I think he would like say that like, uh, he kind of wrote out all the words that Democrats and Republicans use kind of thing, like Democrats oh, yeah, yeah, use yeah. family and all that. That's really, really true online now. It's become even more polarized where like leftists online just use all the same set of words mm-hmm. and they're all like, they all have like specific meanings. So if you take one of their words and make it sound like a Republican idea, that creates like outrage really easily kind of thing or yeah. something oh, like yeah. that, you know, like so... I feel like it it is a that thing you like is bad, I guess, but it's it's also like uh I don't know. It's it's funny though. I try to it's 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 just a weird situation because like uh um I find that like uh people will reply to me now who are like you know, like write for reason magazine or like free market guys or something, you know, like <laughs> institute guys and uh they like think that I'm trying to like take their side on it and i want to be like just reply to them and be like no no no, please go away <laughs> no, no, no like i'm like i've made a mistake by talking in this way then because uh i don't want right-wing guys like you know being like yeah get those <laughs> leftists or something so yeah i don't know i'd rather everyone just kind of chuckle and move on so yeah yeah uh one one thing i like uh that that you wrote one style was about I forget what this was. I, oh, yeah. It was around when uh, Corbin was asked if he would use the nuclear arsenal, uh, whatever, uh, you know, yeah. for any reason. And you said uh, you think that Canada should use its shadow arsenal of nuclear weapons to do a first strike on, <laughs> on uh, the United States. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Uh I thought maybe some interesting people could get behind that idea. <laughs> I'm there's a, very strongly yeah. opposed to this. There's <laughs> a Canadian author. You know David Frum, that guy? Yeah. Uh, like a conservative like a, guy, right? He's like a Republican guy. He's Canadian, yeah. but he, he lives in Manhattan, I guess. And uh, he uh, he he had a book in, I think it was the 90s, um, called What's Right. And in the book, he had an article <laughs> saying that... Uh, Canada should acquire nuclear weapons and get like four of them or something. And uh, so that it would have an independent nuclear arsenal so that it would like be able to defend the free world with the United States and stuff. And uh, I thought it was funny because that's the kind of thing that like passes as a debate, I guess here. I don't know. Like it's just like people coming up with like wacky ideas and uh, (laughs) it's like, I don't know, but it's funny that like, he's like a, He's like a top commentator now or whatever, like really in demand. 
And I'm like, I, whenever I, I see him, I just think of that kind of stuff. Like Canada <laughs> should be able to nuke people or something. It's like, come on. Like, <laughs> That's like some yeah. like mild mannered suburban dad, you know, just living a really like typical like life or whatever out in the suburbs. And then he's just like, honey, you know what? I think I'm going to buy a gun. She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why, why do you want a gun? Like, yeah, Self-defense, yeah. you know? You yeah. never know what can happen out there. Sure. Uh, the other thing that just to about Corbin that, that it's sad is that uh, right before the election, he abandoned for a bit. I Like, you know, right, right the, like the December election or whatever, whenever it was, um, he abandoned the whole we're going to get rid of all the nukes thing, and uh, which I thought was funny because – it, like it was one of the things where, it, you know, it seemed like a pretty good, uh, principled issue that like okay, at the very least, I promise that I'm not gonna destroy people in nuclear fire. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? that, <laughs> yeah. that, like that, like sort of a baseline thing for like a sane politician in my mind. And then at like the last minute, he was like, "No, nah, I'm not sure. I don't. Uh, you know, I'll keep them around, maybe kind of thing, so that." In case someone else wants to use them someday, which is like I don't know. Again, it's like <laughs> again, it's like it's like uh, you know the wife asking to get the gun out of the house, and the guy's like, "Well, I'll just keep it here in case the next guy that lives here or something." I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just put it in one of those little like free libraries, you know, that people make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think someone should run on a. I'm going to steal Israel's nuclear weapons platform. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, you know, get some people involved, get that going. Yeah, I should get in touch with some people in Egypt and see if they like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you know how like Japan. I guess they always say that they have like, I guess the rumor has always been that they have weapons able to be assembled or something. Like they have like the components of a program. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard that, but like, uh, I've heard that about I, Iran. But oh yeah, th- no, think, no, no, no. But I think but the Japan, case is like that's always yeah. basically true for anybody. Yeah, I guess that's true too. But like, uh, um, I wonder if there's any like spy novels or something about that about like people stealing Japan's bomb, and then <laughs> you know like uh, I don't know, because that'd be like a weird thing. People would be like, wait a minute, we got bombed by like a Japanese bomb. What? Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm on a, of the opinion that everybody should stay strapped, never, never get caught lacking. <laughs> you know, so uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I'm just. I'm gonna give up <laughs> at any any time that like uh, I'm threatened. I'll just back down. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'll just lay on the ground and be like, take all my things. So when we were in the toilet paper hoarding phase of quarantine. And everyone was kind of looking at things like, I got to get a gun and all that kind of stuff. As soon as I started to consider it and sort of like, sort of convincing myself of like, oh, this would be a good idea. I immediately went to like home invasion fantasy, like, (laughs) I was immediately like, oh yeah, I I hope someone like breaks in here and I blast through the door with a shotgun and just rip people apart. (laughs) Where did this come from? I don't know. I instantly went to Anthony Cumia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean. That's the problem with it, like, because I'm like, I'm a little bit of a firearms enthusiast, and uh, despite, I mean, I'm not allowed to own, uh, like, handguns in my country, and, 
but but yeah, it, that has been also a personal development for me that I'm actually kind of like, yeah, I probably should not own a gun. <laughs> yeah. I always try to think in terms of like percentages, like, okay, what's a percent chance that I need it someday and it's going to make my life better or something like that, you know, in some way. And uh, that is maybe like 0.1% or something, you know, like. Uh, and the something goes wrong terribly is maybe like 5% or, you know, it's like uh, not really good cost benefit there. I don't know. So, yeah. Oh yeah. No, it, it, the, the stats are horrible. Like basically, uh, anywhere there's uh you know, you can readily get a handgun or, you know, any kind of gun as suicide rates go up you uh you know you're more likely to shoot uh you know a family member all that yeah stuff. yeah yeah it's like yeah by the percentages it's just yeah a Although, ridiculous idea at the same time you know we've got friends of the show who uh have their uh arsenals and um we oh, support yeah. them <laughs> we won't we won't name them but we we support them doing their thing so i think yeah oh, oh, oh yeah <laughs> you know Everybody knows, got, got something. <laughs> you know what really uh, kind of did it for me to kind of like decide not to get one is that they're loud. And I was like, that would be just sure. obnoxiously loud. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to deal with the, with the so, noise. <laughs> so someone, yeah. So you bought like a bait, like a uh, machete or something. So that when right, someone comes yes. in. Yeah. Now I have like hack, elaborate right. Indiana Jones booby traps in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you do, I mean, I took it as red as that all of us sleep with, you know, just a large Bowie knife, like yeah. taped under our beds. Yeah. Which I actually, I actually used to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I guess that works for you, but I never sleep because sleep is a cousin of death. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go on to the next question here. This one says, are there any features of modern human consciousness or psychology that would have been completely alien and incomprehensible to people in the historical past? I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah, I think in general, the sort of like solipsistic nature, like, yeah, uh, I mean, that kind of modern society one pushes for really hard is would probably be hard to understand it's like what you just kind of live in your world and you you don't really interact with your community and yeah yeah <laughs> you know all that all that stuff yeah um other than that i mean yeah i don't know i'm sure i think the idea historian i think the idea of like progress would be very alien to a lot of people in the past where they they kind of knew that the way they lived is the way that their forebears lived and the the way that their children would go on to live like i i don't think people had this like really strong sense of things changing such that they can actually notice the changes in their own lifetime or even like from generation to generation that's a very recent development where you can like track technological change, you know, people talking about, I remember when the first train and when the first color TV, you know, that was not a thing. You know, people were dealing yeah. with the, basically the same technology for generation after generation. So I think that has probably changed the way we look at all kinds of different things. 
Yeah, I mean, and not only that, <clears throat> I think people were more aware of the fact that things can actually get worse, like, you know, technology-wise, you know, because that, that did happen, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, maybe it's the same, or uh, maybe it gets a little better, or maybe we go, you know, into a, you know, a bad period again, and everything's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is sort of, like, a lack of belief that, like, things could actually turn for the worse. Like, people are, you know, people talk about, like, uh, you know, climate change, apocalypticism and stuff, and they talk about, like, yeah, things are going to get really bad, but there's still this thing, it's like, you kind of feel like people don't quite believe it. Like, it's not really going to happen somehow? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's because it's, it's not on their doorstep yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure really. I mean, I, I people do say a lot of stuff about, like, the sense of the self, other than just the solipsism kind of stuff. I think that there's, there is something about, like, uh, think of, thinking of yourself as, like, an independent person who sort of looks at problems in society as an individual and kind of stuff. I think that there is something there about like how before you probably would have thought of yourself more as very, very embedded in a specific kind of social role or something. And that, you know, you would have a huge number of expectations based on that. And, uh, but I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of that stuff, I'm not sure though, because I feel like it's one of those things where there's like a lot of like pop history about that. And I feel like uh, if you look into it, some of that kind of stuff, like some of the stuff people always say about Freudian, Freudianism kind of stuff, how, and sort of modern psychology, how that's really, really changed a lot of how we think of our minds as somehow something almost imposed on us in a way. Mm -hmm. And uh, that we don't, you know, like the, I think it was like Althusser, he would said that like the three sort of re- revolutions, like uh, the, like he, he said like kind of define the modern world and stuff are uh, one Copernicus kind of stuff, like uh, that the earth is not the center of everything kind of thing. That was like the first one, like that we're not somehow the center of, we don't go, you know, the sun doesn't go around us kind of stuff. Like is this concept of like, us being embedded in a natural world and that we just happen to be here on that world kind of thing. And then the second one was like Darwin. And it's this idea of like that we're actually part of a natural system in the way that like actually even ourselves. And then he said that like Freud, uh, you know, Marx and stuff like uh, Marx was like, sort of the discovery of history in a way kind of thing like sociology and all this kind of stuff like that we're not we don't actually dominate the economy in a lot of ways like the economy dominates us more than anything else and then freud is even ourselves like even our individual selves aren't masters of our own reality we're just kind of buffeted around a lot by all these emotions and weird you know things that we don't really have a lot of control over and stuff and he's saying that like those are like four things that you just have to like that really define the modern kind of contemporary world. And you kind of have to think through at least, uh, anyways, I really like that model kind of thing of things like that. That's the kind of stuff you have to at least reckon with if you're going to criticize modern modernity or whatever. So, yeah. Oh yeah. No, that sounds, that sounds interesting. Yeah. 
All right. Um, okay, this person is asking, is it haram to eat owls? <laughs> I'm not sure uh, about that. It's illegal. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm reminded of uh, Theo Vaughn talked about eating an owl for Thanksgiving <laughs> on Joe Rogan once. Yeah, oh, yeah. But he said he only had a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. funny. I think they made a clip out of it on YouTube. If you want to check it out, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I really love that clip, actually. <laughs> okay, so I looked it up real quick. I, you know, this is just a quick Google search, so I'm not, like, vetting the source or anything, but it seems okay. Um, and it says owls are not haram. Uh, it doesn't give – or, sorry, owls are haram, and it does not give a specific – reason or anything like that so i'm not i'm not really sure exactly what it is but yeah they are haram to eat hmm. well that ruins my thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right let's do one more here okay had an idea for a movie let me know what you guys think tom and donald set up rival troll dojos Tom follows the way of saying it two times, and Donald follows the way of "sorry, I'm deleting it." I feel like that's a really good way of, of uh, like setting our two trolling styles <laughs> apart. Actually, <laughs> um, all right. So it continues here. They begin as friends, but the rival rivalry between the dojos begins to heat up, culminating in a big showdown between their students who attempt to make the other dojo admit that they are mad. A contest that is judged by the rapper Cameron. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that yeah. sounds really good. I, I give it a watch. I wonder who would play us in the movie. No, um, Jason Alexander for me. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Matt Damon for me. Okay, uh, I, I'm not man. I think the guy who played uh, Theon and Greyjoy on uh, Game of Thrones, man. Oh, that guy? Yeah, he does actually look a lot like me. Um, kind it's of. Interesting. It's interesting, too. Uh, he has a sister in the show who looks a little bit like Tabs. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's right. Yeah, people were posting about that. I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to know what uh, Tabs and I look like, you can just look at those people. And that's basically it i don't think i look that much like the theon guy like in total but there's a lot about him that do look like me yeah no nah, yeah it's not a yeah it's like not a look alike maybe but you know yeah you could you could, you could play you in something <laughs> yeah for sure okay i'll, I'll accept that yeah <laughs> all right so I think we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thanks for coming on, Andy. It was great to talk to you again. Uh, good oh, to yeah. hear that things are going well. No, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to come on here. It's uh, no, always fun. Yeah, I'm glad you're, you know, in I had a rough patch, but in a good spot, really, in some ways. So um, oh. it's, it's good to hear the progress and stuff, you know, and, and also that, you know, bad things happen a lot and uh, you're able to you know have that still making progress kind of thing is good yeah so we're really happy about that so yeah yeah thank you i was actually one thing i'm also motivated by uh with, with some stuff is actually something you said it was uh you know 
you can't wait around for to feel like really great before you like you know decide to change sure just, you just, you just got to feel bad and do the stuff for a while and yeah you feel better <laughs> yeah that's that's a hard lesson but it, it works i think so yeah definitely yeah i always think of it like you just got to clock in you know Mm-hmm. All right. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you can't win and you'd like a second episode every week, you can subscribe to our Patreon and you'll get that as well as access to our Discord where you too can start your own spinoff podcast. Uh, if you want to send anonymous <laughs> questions uh, to the podcast for us to answer on the episodes, you can do that by going to the Twitter account and you'll find the curious cat there pinned and you can uh, submit your questions there. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you.